Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, here we go, everybody. Good morning to you and yours. Welcome to a new week. It is Monday, the fourth day of April, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hey, Big J, welcome to the show. Welcome to a new week. Welcome to... The morning after the morning after the Shinedown concert. Yeah. How was it for you on Saturday evening? Uh, I was busy, man. It was busy. It was awesome, though. It was great to be back out in an arena show. crowd was awesome, and uh, the bands were spectacular. It was uh, it was a good time, man. I love it. I love it. Everything went okay with the signings? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got the guitar signed. Good. Good. Uh, sounds like there were complications that you don't well, want to get Well, th- no, there always is. There was a lot of standing around and... Always, yes, yes. I just got a call of panic at like uh, 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm not sure if there were mixed signals or something, but uh, nobody knew where you were, and I'm like, that's okay. That's because they thought we were doing a live broadcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I got there, and I'm like, hey, what's the uh, oh. what, what's he here for? Because the weird thing is, in all of that panic, that was never mentioned to me. That they thought you were broadcasting live. That's why they were wondering where I was. Oh, I see. Well, I was like, no, everything should be happening around 6 o'clock. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. Listen, the communication on that side did not work out uh, the way we'd hoped. Yeah, well, we're not in the communication business. We don't worry about no, stuff like that. But we do welcome you to a show in which you will have tickets to things like All the Remains and other concerts coming up here in just a couple of days. That's very cool. Plus, we also have your chance to win some money this morning, you guys. 7.30, your first chance at the return of the X double dare The process is simple. It's double or nothing, up to $200. You'll have a particular category that all these questions fall in. They get more difficult as you go on. And if you get one question wrong, you lose everything. But you could win up to 200 bucks, and that's going to happen three times a day. 7.30, 12.30, and 5.30. The money begins now. Do you understand me? Yeah. Wonderful. So that's all on the agenda for your Monday. We're hoping it's going to be a good one. Let's get started with some jams. STP kicking things off here on the morning after on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Suffice it to say that over the weekend, the Treasure Valley lost a legend in broadcasting. Whether or not you watch the news on a regular basis, just in living here over the past couple of years, you're going to, through osmosis, understand Larry Gebert and who he is and what he has represented to the Treasure Valley in uh, the decades that he has been a broadcaster here in uh, the Treasure Valley, and unfortunately, uh, on Friday evening, he passed away due to complications after a heart attack. Uh, He began broadcasting in 1977. Uh, He became a news director over in Montana in 1980, uh, came here in 1983, and then started over at Channel 7 in 1992, working at a meteorologist and has been there ever since. He was also kind of like the dude that they put on location. 
and seemed like the guy that uh, that they they leaned on heavily for like personality and being one of the people and was very very good at it and uh despite my being here for a very long time i don't have a lot of larry gebbert stories only because like when i moved here this company this, the x was owned by a company that also owned Channel 6. Now, that's not the case anymore. Uh, we're now independent of them. But that always led to a weird rivalry with the people that were across the parking yeah, lot yeah. from us. And uh, it was always like they would not go, they would go out of their way not to work with us and vice versa. And so I never was really able to form any kind of relationship with, with anybody over there. And despite that not being the case anymore, I don't think there's a rivalry there. Uh, there certainly isn't much of a closeness, but I imagine you probably have rubbed doubles with Larry over time. Yeah, several times. I mean, I was really shocked when I saw that news, and uh, I was truly bummed. And you know, he he like a lot of people who serve the Treasure Valley uh, in the public in a for a long period of time. I think one of the main points that, uh, that that's important about Larry is that you know community service and a lot of the stuff that he would do to be to help the community and to uh, raise awareness and money and those sort of things for causes. And I just remember when I moved here. Uh, which was in '89. Uh, my brother-in-law, that uh, the, the my my sister's husband, uh, they would always take part in this really cool thing up at Lucky Peak, the polar bear dip, where he was the, he's the guy who who kind of led that whole whole thing, where you know in in January they would go out and go into Lucky Peak and get into the water, and uh, I forget what the charity was at the time, but I mean those were one of the, some of the fond memories I had of, of that whole thing, and and just yeah, many run-ins with him, uh, you know, of course being neighbors here for the most part. Right. Uh, he I I actually had um, lost a cell phone, Nick, and for some reason he had parked on our side of the building, and I'd left it on his bumper of his truck, <laughs> and he found it and ended up calling and getting it getting it back to me. But uh, he was he was a he was a nice guy, and uh, I'm very sorry for his family and uh, all the folks that work in that building next to ours. Uh, it's going to be a tough thing today. Indeed, uh, and certainly our best to his wife, his children, his daughter-in-laws, all that as well. His family, who I'm sure are going through a tough time, as this was definitely unexpected. So uh, rest in peace, Larry Gebert, for sure. Uh, good, great, fantastic broadcaster here in the Treasure Valley. We got the men's national championship game tonight. It is number one seed Kansas versus number eight North Carolina. Uh, of course, Canvas outdueled Villanova, and uh, North Carolina once again uh, putting an end to Mike Shashevsky's career uh, as they uh, knocked off Duke by four in their final four games. So that's going to tip off later on this evening, and we'll see Kansas heavily favored to come out on top tonight. South Carolina is your women's champion. They knocked off Connecticut 64 to 40. 49 last night. Congratulations to Destiny Henderson uh, putting up a career-high 26 points for South Carolina, leading them to their second-ever championship. Uh, this was UConn and Gino Oriyama's of UConn's 12th national championship game, uh, the first one that he's lost. So he's now 11-1 in the national championship game. It's been five years since UConn has won themselves a title, but congratulations to South Carolina. Uh, congratulations to Jared Leto as well, despite the fact that everybody that I know that saw it says it's absolutely awful. Uh, Morbius still pulled in $38 million over yep, the that's, weekend. 
No, it's not great. It's bad. It's not great, but it, it's better than the Lost City did in its first weekend. And uh, they kind of wanted 40 to 50 million in its opening weekend. But uh, I think also the fact that it was delayed so much hurt it. You know, I think I really don't think people knew when it was coming out because it's moved around so much. And then the word of mouth was so bad that you saw that the business kind of really trail off after Friday and Saturday. People started talking about how really bad the movie was, and that never helped. So $38 million. Lost City was number two, Batman 3, Uncharted coming in at number four at the box office. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your first round of important stuff. And Disarm here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And despite the fact that most of the offseason was spent in a work stoppage, baseball is going to try hard this year to drag the sport into probably the 20th century at this point. Oh, how? How uh, do they do that? As they are experimenting with basically giving getting away from a fairly big part of the game, which is catchers calling pitches for pitchers. Oh, what the hell? Well, in the traditional sense, meaning, you know, usually there's a bunch of signs that are done, fig- finger kind of uh, movements that give pitchers the idea as to what pitch the catchers want the pitchers to throw, but they are trying something different. Does it involve technology? It does. Oh, okay. Uh, it's called the Pitchcom system, and it's something that they've actually been using in the minor leagues for the last two years, and something that they used in spring training this year in Major League Baseball a little bit. And it basically is an opportunity for catchers and pitchers to communicate with each other wirelessly. With the PitchCon system, the catcher wears a wristband that's got nine buttons on his wristband that calls for a pitch in a location. And then there's a receiver in the pitcher's cap and in the catcher's helmet. The channel is completely encrypted and it gives the opportunity uh, for pitchers and catchers to communicate with each other, not using any kind of signals or nonverbal communication. It's just strictly technology. Now, I don't know what the actual pitcher sees, like if there's like a light or something in his cap or whatever, but apparently there's a way for pitchers and catchers to communicate, and even the old people are jumping on board. Tony La Russa, who's the manager of the Chicago White Sox, who also happens to be, I don't know, 78 years old or something like that, thinks it's a great way to speed up the game and that baseball should be doing it. Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, also had very positive things to say about it after trying it out, and another benefit, of course, is that it can eliminate sign stealing. Uh, which, of course, the Houston Astros perfected on their way to a championship in 2017. But the question then becomes, how long before we have our first uh, I hacked into the encryption of my pitcher, my opposing pitcher and catcher channel uh, scandal in baseball? Probably not too long. Uh, well, it's easier said than done. Man. Of course it is. But uh, there are lots of amazing people that uh, work on this stuff to make sure that doesn't happen. But I like it, man. I don't know exactly how it'll work nor how it speeds up the game per se. But if it does, then why the hell not, right? Yeah. Might as well incorporate some technology into the world of baseball. The rest of it we're dragging along at a ridiculously slow pace. But if this does, in fact, speed things up, that's kind of cool. And I imagine it's going to take some getting used to for pitchers and catchers to get into the swing of things. But once they use it for a while, maybe that's it. So if you see the catchers and pitchers going to their hats and to their wristbands a lot, that's probably why this is happening in spring training. And, uh, of course, it's been, again, used in the minors the last couple of years. So this is a technology they've at least tested out for a while. And it could work in speeding things up. Whether or not it does is up to the players, I suppose. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big things on the horizon for the show. All the details next on the X-Rocks. That's the Beastie Boys. That is Sabotage here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And coming up this weekend, a little bit into next, there's going to be some cool things happening on the old Morning After. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, you got to you're going to be out for a couple of days, and uh, much like uh, last year, uh, or I guess was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Uh, I was out of town. You had some celebrity guests come in and fill uh, the spot. We're going to do that uh, here this week as well, and got a great lineup of some special guests. You're going to come in uh, on Thursday, Creston Thornton, who uh, has been uh, here in the Treasure Valley for 30 plus years, bringing uh, all the shows to town. Uh, And I mean all of them, all of them for the most part. And uh, he opened up uh, the the Knitting Factory before it was the Knitting Factory. It was the Big Easy built that place. And uh, we'll talk to him about uh, the world of concert promoting and maybe uh, some of the the really cool shows have happened here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that conversation because he's uh, go way back with him. Yeah, of course, Crested now uh, the owner-operator of the Revolution Concert House and Event Center, owner of CT Touring, who brings a lot of those shows to town, and also uh, intertwined with Live Nation here, uh, bringing all the large concerts to town, too, uh, regardless of the format. He's basically in charge of of all of that in this particular territory, so I imagine it'll be good to not only get some insight about, you know, the concert business, but also, I mean, a little bit of credit for building this basic behemoth that uh, has turned into the concert industry here in the Treasure Valley, and there are tons of them that we have to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, on Friday, uh, going to have a friend and an entrepreneur come in uh, that uh, we've worked with for for many years, uh, Wendy Rose. She owns the Beardsmith. And uh, not an easy time to be a local business owner, to be a small business owner. So we're going to talk to her about owning a business, how you build a brand, uh, those sort of things, and just uh, you know reveal some stuff that we have planned for uh, the longest day and uh, Big J's Beer Brigade. Very nice. So uh, that will be Friday, and then Monday wraps up with Monday. I, and I got I got to do. I got to bring in the executive director of the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. Her name is Adrienne Kavner, and she is an awesome person. Has dedicated her life to working in nonprofit. Uh, she has a very personal story, like I do, when it comes to the Alzheimer's Association. And so we've worked closely for the last couple of years together uh, on the longest day and that sort of stuff. But she also uh, works with everything that has to do with the Alzheimer's Association here in the state of Idaho. And so that should be an interesting conversation and give you a little bit more education on uh, some of the advancements and research and just why it's so important that we have the Alzheimer's Association. And if you missed any of these. T- Times that we have these really cool special guest hosts in, it gives us a really nice opportunity, not only for them to kind of intertwine themselves with what we usually do on the show, quote unquote, but also a great opportunity for us to kind of give some really awesome and amazing people a uh, a kind of a floor to be able to teach you a little bit more about what they do, how they do what they do, what they got into uh, their business and uh, everything that goes into making these things a success. Because no doubt about it, everybody that comes in here is certainly very, very good at what they do. And it's always nice to get a unique and different perspective on how that stuff works. So tune in. Uh, Uh, The fun begins on Thursday, Friday, and then Monday of next week. As uh, you, Big J, enjoyed some time off to go to Belize, 
I will be spending my time off in Meridian, Idaho. But nonetheless, uh, you win the vacation contest. Still important things happening. I don't know if this is, if this is vacation. I mean, you're taking some vacation <laughs> no, days. I am but... taking some days so that I can spend some time with my children. That's really what it boils down to. But uh, I certainly hope everybody gets a chance to tune in and learn more about some great people who also are sacrificing some of their very valuable time to get up stupid early to come in and do a goofy radio show. Yeah, Creston was like, dude, I haven't been up this early. <laughs> and he goes, the last time I was up this early, I had not gone to bed. So I'm like, well... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Little, it'll be worth it. We'll make it worth it. And right. and we have. He said he has a concert announcement for us. All right, uh, at eight o'clock on Thursday. So we'll see. I, I still don't know what that is. So. We know we have concert announcements. We, we we're hoping that it's the one that maybe we're thinking of, but we're not sure. So, so I sent him a message and I'm like, hey, let me know. I have not heard back. Uh, so it's good to be fun. So tune in uh, later part of this week, early part of next for some really cool celebrity guest hosts here on The Morning After. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, all Big J. I- I'm not sure what it's going to take to shake up the healthcare industry across the United States of America, but it is definitely not okay. Uh, as uh, there was a recent study done by the American Journal of Public Health, and they looked into something that they thought was kind of a problem, but they didn't realize how much of a problem it was until they really dug into about eight years' worth of stuff. And the study started in 2014, and it carried all the way into 2022, and what they looked into was crowdfunding, something that became very popular over the course of that particular period of time. That is, of course, you know, Kickstarters or go have go, GoFundMe pages or anything like that where people can ask for assistance monetarily uh, to help them in a particular area. And what they found out was a ridiculous number of GoFundMe pages were funded just to help people pay their medical bills. Uh, they, 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 they looked at all the campaigns that were online for GoFundMe, and even though they found that success was low, meaning they found that only 12% of campaigns that were put on GoFundMe actually met their goal, 16% actually didn't receive any funds whatsoever, so zero. But the campaigns that were on GoFundMe, almost 62% of them were to help somebody, their families, or themselves with some sort of medical debt or medical bills because of how crazy health actual procedures are. And the study co-author Nora Kenworthy of the University of Washington says this is not something that isn't new. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of people go into mass debt because of health problems or they get into undergo a procedure that just hit them blindsidedly and they can't afford to pay it in its full and so they're asking for help. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that they're looking to change things. They're just trying to figure out, okay, we got a problem probably if 62% of GoFundMe pages are to help people figure out their medical bills. Of course, crowdfunding in lower income individuals were way higher for medical bills than higher income individuals. And those that did not have Medicaid or Medicare also made up almost all of the people looking for GoFundMe health care coverage in their campaigns that they put together. So there's still a real problem with how much money it costs to get a procedure done, especially here in the United States, and then how many people truly and honestly go into medical debt because of a procedure that they had to get. They really had no choice getting, and now they're stuck paying, you know? 
I don't know anybody with that situation right now. <laughs> you don't? You don't? Uh, let me introduce you to myself. So, yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a lot of money for health procedures and health care in particular. Uh, the amount of medical bankruptcies are through the roof as well. People that file for bankruptcy because of medical issues. It's just an ongoing and continuing problem. And I'm not sure why we're not looking into figuring it out oh i can tell you well i mean but the other side of this people making too much money but they could be making a whole lot more if they figured out how to not bankrupt people in the process because when you're bankrupt you don't make any of that money back. it's almost like uh you own a loan shark i mean it doesn't pay off for them to kill you because you can't pay them back right right uh but they keep you alive enough to keep you in debt so if you have done a gofundme campaign and it hasn't been met because of medical care expenses don't worry you're certainly not in the minority and hopefully it's something that you can figure out because you are not alone. Lots of people are doing it. Tiger Woods was at Augusta again yesterday playing the course ahead of the upcoming Masters, but whether he will compete in the major still is kind of up in the air. He said he's going to be a, quote, game-time decision as to whether or not he takes the course on Thursday. It would be his first regular tour competition since November of 2020 when the Masters has moved to the fall because of the pandemic. His car accident was in February of 2021, and he hasn't really taken any kind of swings in a competitive nature since then uh, but it's looking pretty good i would say if you're a game time decision you're looking for an excuse not to play so it sounds to me like he's going to lace him up listen and if he plays i'm watching yeah this weekend that's what i'm doing uh we'll see i mean listen it, it, he there's he knows that course if there's a if there's a place that tiger makes sense to play augusta is it because he's had some pretty big success at it and he can do pretty good things now whether or not he's the same players another question altogether National Championship game tonight, Kansas-UNC facing off for the men's tournament title. Do you have a pick, Big J? Uh, well, let's go with UNC. All right. They've, uh, the number eight seed has knocked off some pretty big teams on their way. Let's see if Kansas is next. Kansas is favored in this particular matchup. South Carolina, your women's champion after knocking off Connecticut last night. And a rest in peace, Big J, to Estelle Harris. She played Jason Alexander's mother. In the show Seinfeld, she passed away at the age of 93, uh, just a couple of days before her 94th birthday. She is certainly considered to be one of the kindest people in Hollywood. Uh, you may not remember her, per se, if you're not a Seinfeld fan, but if you're a Toy, Sto Toy Story fan, she was the voice of Mrs. Potato Head in that franchise. She also did a bunch of other voices on Futurama and the Looney Tunes show, and then she popped up on Curb Your Enthusiasm for a couple of seasons and even Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So rest in peace to Estelle Harris, a very funny part of the Seinfeld series. Yep. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The X Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks. All right. It is time to play the X Double Dare. We're going to be doing this every single weekday right around this time on our show, 1230 and 530 as well with Jason Drew and Adam. It is somebody's opportunity to win up to 200 American dollars, double or nothing style. And it all depends on how they do. We say good morning to Patrick, who is our first contestant. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing good. Excellent. Thank you very much for uh, being Caller X. Congratulations to you. I'm going to have Big J give you the category. All the questions are going to revolve around this category, okay? 
Okay. Patrick, the category are one-letter answers, okay? So every answer to this question, uh, to these questions, are just one letter. Uh, we'll start with $50. If you get that right, you can move on to 100 If you get that right, you can move on to $200. You can stop at any time. It is double or nothing, but the questions do get progressively harder as we move on, Patrick, okay? Okay. Understand any questions that Big J can answer for you? No, I'm ready. All right, let's go. (laughs) All right, 50 bucks. Here you go, Patrick. In The Simpsons, Homer Simpson has a middle initial. What is it? Yes. Right. That is $50 in your pocket. Now, you can take that $50 and walk away, and nobody will think anything less of you. But you can put it on the line and go for $100. If you get it right, that's $100. If you get it wrong, you get nothing. What would you like to do, Patrick? Let's do $100. All right, man. Good for you, man. In the James Bond films, who heads the research and development division of the British Secret Service? You. Who, who heads it? Yes. Yeah. The name of the character in the James Bond universe is only one letter. What is it? M. M. Is that correct, Big J? No. Wrong. Oh, no. Caught in the details, Patrick. I'm so sorry, man. The correct answer is... Q. Q. Q heads the research and development. Right. M is in charge of the whole kit and caboodle. Now, did you take into account M? Uh, well, no, I did because that's why I put in research and development. Yeah, because okay. there are two very so, different roles. That tricky have. question for a hundred bucks right there. And M may or may not come up later today in the world of one letter questions. Oh. You never know. Uh, so, uh, Patrick, unfortunately, that means you walk away empty-handed, but that doesn't mean we aren't very appreciative of all the work that you do. Thank you very much. You couldn't possibly play again. Uh, there's nothing against if you get something wrong, you have a chance to win more money. Once you win money, you're out, but you have two more I, chances. I made the mistake uh, of not understanding the game here and started to write down his information, his name. Well, and uh, now I need to get some white out. In case Patrick wins in the future, you can hold on to that. Or anybody <laughs> named Patrick, really. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your next chance to play, 1230 with Jason Drew and 530 today with Adam. That category, one-letter answers, will continue throughout the entire day. We will come back with We're Going to Hell. It's next on the X-Rocks. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Headed to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story and maybe the most Florida birthday ever. I've had some uneventful birthdays, you know, birthdays that stick out more than others as being positive. I can't say I don't think that in all my years on this earth I've had a truly disaster-filled birthday. You? Uh, let's see, not that I can remember right now, but give me some time. I mean, I know you've had bad things happen to you on your birthday, or at least the day after your birthday because of your birthday, but I don't think you would consider that to be a failure of a birthday, right? Yeah, you're right. That was more of like a personal bad decision failure kind of thing of like not saying no to a bunch of shots after you probably should have said no to them. them. Yes, all of those shots. But uh, no matter what, even if you can't come up with a day that wasn't great, it'll be hard to top Russell Simon's 22-year-old birthday that he celebrated on Friday. And it was a really, really strange way of celebrating his special day. Uh, Apparently, it started with Russell waking up and deciding that he wanted to make out with his stepsister. So weird, right? Yeah, that shouldn't yeah, be on your list of things to do. Stop. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> Stop with the step stuff. Right. And so that's how the morning started. And then it got awkward because 
Russell's girlfriend walked in on him making out with his stepsister. So weird. That turned into an argument between the girlfriend and Russell, as you would understand, right? Yes. Uh, then uh, they, his parents started hearing them, argue, hearing what they were arguing about, and his stepfather got really upset that Russell started making out with his stepsister, and then his stepfather asked him to get the hell out of the house. Uh, that is when Simon decided, all right, that I'm going to wake up and choose violence. And he decided to try to attack his stepfather, all the while also trying to strangle his stepmother with a dog leash. Now, I don't understand how he can have a stepfather and a stepmother in the same place. Maybe I don't understand the family dynamic. So he's got a stepmother, a stepfather, and a stepsister. He's making out with his stepsister, attacking his stepfather, and trying to choke out his stepmother. That's when police arrived. Sounds like Pornhub wants part of that. They found him on the ground with his stepfather when they showed up. The deputy ordered them to stop, and that is when Russell charged at the officer and attacked him. That didn't work out well for him, as he was tased and then taken into custody, hit with 10 charges, including battery and resisting arrest, and happy birthday to Russell. That's how the day started. Uh, all the while, while he was being arrested, the stepfather tried to grab his gun and then tried to shoot Russell. That meant he got arrested as well. So the family that fights together gets arrested together. Uh, not surprisingly, the family has asked Russell not to come home whenever this whole situation is figured out. So probably the worst birthday ever. But then again, his own fault, man. Don't wake up and start making out with your stepsister, dude, you weirdo. But, and also, why wouldn't the stepfather want to kick out the stepdaughter? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's an equal participant. Maybe he did, but that's not as much a part of the story. That's more like their business. This seems to be all of our business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so don't do that on your birthday, guys. But then again, it is Florida, so it's a pretty Florida birthday, if you ask me. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. When was the last time you took a Big J selfie, Big J? Just a selfie by myself? Or with you and somebody else in the camera picture? But you holding the camera oh, of your own oh, it's, phone. it's been a while. Look at you. Yeah. No selfies on Saturday at the concert? No. With you and the missus? For crying out loud. Uh, if you do take a selfie, it is recommended that you might not want to do so with your front-facing camera. The University of Texas researchers found that using the front-facing camera on your phone to take a picture will make your nose look longer and wider than in standard photographs. Researchers also note that requests for rhinoplasty surgery amid the popularity of selfies have gone through the roof as well. On average, the nose appeared 6% longer in selfies taken from 12 inches away on the front-facing camera and 4.3% longer in selfies taken 18 inches away. Uh, compared with any other digital camera, it's messing with your face, and they're not sure why. But they do say that it's something that you probably want to be aware of and not make too many rush judgments on based on selfies. I often, when I take selfies, look at the picture and go, who is this hideous monster? And now I know I just blame the camera, not myself. Yeah. Which is fantastic. You should. One less thing off of my list of things to worry about is how gross I look often in selfies. And I'm like, well, man, now I know it's not my fault. Thank goodness for that. 
the camera was broken the entire time. I mean, we don't. I don't know what you expect with the rest of the pictures that are taken normally. Yeah, I don't want to think about those. South Explain Carolina that, counselor. South Carolina, the overall top seed in the NCAA basketball tournament for the women's side, ended up winning it all last night, knocking off Connecticut 64 to 49. Second title for South Carolina. They also won in 2017. Destiny Anderson had a hell of a game. 26 points for South Carolina. And UConn did well as well, just not enough. It's Gino Ariyama's first loss in a championship game. He's 11-1 now all time. Kansas and UNC will face each other tonight for the men's title. The final four was over the weekend. UNC knocked off Duke. Kansas beat Villanova. And so we have a number one versus a number eight seed tonight taking on each other in New Orleans as they have fun. Kansas, a four-point favorite, according to FanDuel. But Big J likes North Carolina and the money line, I'm guessing, yes? Yeah, I, I sure. I mean, you're just taking them straight up. You want to straight you, up. You think they're going to win no matter what. So Big J says take North Carolina and the points and maybe even them to win. Well, uh, I am a rock music fan, Big J. Therefore, I did not watch the Grammys last night. But they did happen. Uh, a bunch of people I've never heard of, uh, because I'm ridiculously out of touch with that kind of stuff, ended up taking home a bunch of Grammys. But you got to give credit where credit is due. They did actually, believe it or not, even though they didn't give away any rock or metal awards during the course of the telecast, they did set aside a whole 47 seconds, Big J, to pay tribute to Taylor Hawkins. Of course, the Foo Fighters were supposed to perform at the Grammy Awards last night, and they did end up sweeping the rock category. Three wins for the Foo Fighters. Best rock performance, best rock song, best rock album. The metal Grammy went to Dream Theater. Uh, but the Foo Fighters taking home three Grammys uh, less than a week after Taylor Hawkins died was a pretty big coup. Of course, none of the band were on hand for the awards. They're taking the rest of the year off, but they did have a nice 46-second tribute video style to Taylor Hawkins set to the tune of My Hero that was part of the telecast last night. Uh, and then that kind of segued into the In Memoriam, which they then uh, completely ignored any and all rock people that passed away, including Jody Jordison, Joey Jordison, who was a couple-of-time Grammy winner, did not get uh, his respects paid during the In Memoriam segment, which I thought was a weird one. I watched it, and I was like, "That's that's." it seems like there was, first of all, more people they probably could have featured, and less about the artists that were singing, but listen, I suppose it's got to be a nice balance. Who knows? But I do know that they did pay tribute, and congratulations to the Foo Fighters, who I'm sure, bittersweetly, were happy to know they they won three Grammy Awards last night. But none of them were televised. They don't put any rock on the TV. Yeah, no, I didn't bother uh, paying any attention to that whole shenanigan either. No, but it is nice to know that they got uh, some, uh, at least a little bit of attention paid last night to uh, Taylor and the Foo Fighters, which is nice. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for important stuff. Here's traffic. We're switching roles for Pop Culture Smackdown? I guess. Uh, that is... You pretty much begged for it the other day, so it was like, uh, well, Then you texted me and offered it up, so I just wanted to make sure that today was yeah. the day. Okay. But you were like, meh. Uh, oh, I said sure, is what I said. And then you were, I guess, unhappy that I didn't express some excitement. Yeah, yeah, I thought you'd be super excited. (laughs) Sure is about as excited as I get. How about we do some pop culture smackdown? That's happening in a few, but first, TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. It's brought to you by Ultimate Heating and Air. Here's CB. There's a crash on eastbound Chinon Boulevard at Star Road, and the right lane is... Pop culture smackdown. 
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And a showdown, a show to go Friday at the Knitting Factory, uh, making a return here as a band we uh, dig very much. They're called All the Remains, and we'll get you set up with tickets to, to the show uh, for free if you can beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Hey, hey! That show is yep. Friday night at the Knitting Factory. If you want to go, now would be the time to get on the phone 208 287 1003. Any uh, guidance for our listeners as to what they're going to have to know? Uh, first question, little W, little WrestleMania action. Now it Nick, makes you're going to need to know a little bit of sports and uh, some uh, some actor stuff. I'm looking to fall on my face. Hello, the X. What's going on? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Dustin. All right, you're up first, man. This WWE legend made a return to WrestleMania over the weekend, bringing with him his stunner move. Uh, Stone Cold. Right. Oh, nice work. Nick, Tiger Woods could possibly contend for another major this weekend at the Masters. How many major wins does Tiger already have? Do I have to get it exact? Is it oh. 12, 15, or 18 wins? How many does he have? See, when you told me that question, my, my gut answer was going to be 18. Um, but... <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to say 18. That is incorrect. Ah, oh, man. Wrong. What was it? It is uh, 15. 15. Right. Is 18 the all-time record? Yes, that's okay. uh, Nicholas has that right now. Maybe that's why I was thinking 18 for some reason. But 18 was the number that popped into my head, so I can't be angry at anybody but myself. Congratulations. God, I didn't give you a multiple choice I know, the well, first one out. It sucks when the multiple choice, it, 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 one of them is the <laughs> wrong answer that you had in your head. That's never, it's never a good combination. Yeah. Congratulations to you, sir. You got tickets to All That Remains. That show is happening on Friday at the Knitting Factory. Hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. We have got some headlines. They are happening next on the X Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button. It is all available for you at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Not a great look. Real mature and um, okay. Not a great look. It's had to be embarrassing, but photos shared by police in England show what is likely a Ferrari 488 worth nearly $328,000 that was crashed the same day the owner bought it. Mm. Derbyshire police posted the photo and captioned it, Derby, April 1st, driver bought a Ferrari this morning, crashed it after driving less than two miles. Thankfully, there were no injuries, but the crash did happen two miles away from the Ferrari dealership, and the car is officially totaled, so they really do say that a car loses some of its appreciation and value once you drive it off the lot, but that's a lot of depreciation if you go from off the lot to less than two miles later completely total and uh that's unfortunate for a ferrari owner but i'm guessing he's got the money to make it okay agree or disagree big jay agreed yes plus i don't know if it's a law there in england but they won't let you drive off the lot unless you have insurance on the vehicle that you're purchasing so i'm guessing it's fully insured but his rates will go through the roof i don't think he'll be driving a ferrari part two Real mature or, um, okay? Um, okay. What are your feelings on Shrek, Big J? The movie. He was okay. Uh, you're a big Mike Myers fan? I like I liked the first movie. You enjoy You didn't see any of the others? No. You stopped your Shrek. Uh, what about burlesque? Do you like burlesque dancing? I mean, what's not to like? Well, you can have them all, because now there is a Shrek burlesque show 
that is taking Australia and New Zealand by storm. Uh, yes, it's called Shreklesque, and it's a new Shrek-themed burlesque show that is incredibly popular. It started as a joke at the Fringe World Festival, and then people liked it so much and had such a good time at it that it went on a huge summer tour, and now all the dates for this Shrek-themed burlesque is sold out. Uh, so Shrek is there doing the splits, Donkey, Dragon, Lord Farquhar, all there performing sexy dances in the background, and apparently it's one of those things where you gotta see to believe. And while I, I understand that, my my head is having a hard time wrapping around sexualizing children's movie characters. Yeah, it's 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 messed up. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it, having fun and having a good time. But like, uh, it gets it it floats into that weird kind of blurry zone to me. That some of it seems a little creepy, and maybe things are best left to just have our children enjoy, and we don't have to sexualize everything. But then again, Big J, it, it, it's not the first time. Uh, you've told me about how many times you go on the internet and see the Simpsons doing God knows what to each other. So uh, I guess I yeah. shouldn't be surprised that... Or any of the damn cartoons. Yes, everything gets sexualized in some way, shape, or form. Wrap it up with Real Mature. A woman in England found out that sometimes scorned men are the ones to watch out for. Ashley Moy is 20 years old, and she just broke up with her boyfriend Jordan after dating him for three weeks. But... When that happened, she came home to a huge mess. Jordan apparently filled all of the shoes in her closet with baked beans, mm, threw a bunch of spaghetti sauce all around her closet, ruining her clothing, and also cut the cords to her kitchen appliances. After getting home and discovering the mess, she said she called her mom crying and then contacted the police who arrested Jordan a few days later because none of that stuff is okay. She also had to spend a day and a half cleaning her apartment with the help of her family, but had to repaint the walls and get the carpets professionally cleaned because spaghetti sauce stains, Big J. I don't know if you know this. Yes. Trust me, I know. Jordan was sentenced to... Wait, do I want to know how you know? Well, I mean, uh, look, you can't wear a white shirt and eat spaghetti around me. I see. Uh, Jordan was sentenced to a two-year community order, and he has to pay uh, Alicia about $5,000 in compensation and court costs. And apparently he also has a five-year restraining order placed against him. So you got to take breakups better than that, everybody. Putting a bunch of baked beans in people's shoes is not a great way to get through stuff. Uh, and now he's paying the price. That's the latest from Ghost. Call me Little Sunshine here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And the lesson here, Big J, is always be a hoarder, correct? <laughs> I guess, yeah. But uh, uh, here recently, a woman in Virginia accidentally threw away a $110,000 winning lottery ticket. She recognized the, this is the crazy part to me. She recognized the numbers when she checked the results for the drawing and realized she'd thrown it away and went dumpster diving. And luckily, she found it. The coffee stain ticket was still in her trash. That's insane. Like, I mean, first of all, that that you instantly recognize the number, unless you play those numbers all the time. First yeah, of all. that could be the case. That and that's fine. But the other part of it is like, how does that end up in the garbage then before you check your ticket? Do you know what I mean? Because she had to know she threw it away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, how do? You, why would you do that before you throw away the ticket? I'm scared to throw away lottery tickets. 
for this very reason. In fact, the uh, currently, you know, there's a million dollars open there for in the Idaho lottery for the raffle. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't been claimed. Right. Uh, that ticket being purchased uh, up in Blaine County. So, uh, man, yeah, I'm, I'm scared to throw away lottery tickets. But, you know, it's, I think we've all kind of had to dig through our trash, which yeah. is gross. It's usually bill related for me. Like I thought like I paid something and then I didn't or uh, something and I have to dig through my garbage to find something that I thought I took care of before. Uh, and yes, there, it's never a fun experience to have to dig through garbage for anything. It's also something that happens a lot when you have small children. Uh, they love to throw away things that don't belong in the garbage or shouldn't be in there that you have to dig or through and find. when you have big, big children like myself and leave stuff uh, on a countertop for months and months and told to, to do something with it and don't, and then it disappears. And I'm like, hey, did you throw that piece of paper? No! And then I'm out in the trash. It's my fault. Yes. If you if you if you were told to move it a bunch and it ends up in the trash, yes, that's probably on you. But uh, as with most things, when you're digging through a trash, it's probably your fault. Rarely is that relegated to somebody whose fault it isn't trash based, unless again you have a small child. Uh, but never a a fun particular chore to have to do. So here's hoping uh, that you don't do that. Also, I think why most lottery places will have you check your tickets before you throw them away. That way, you never have to dispose of them if you don't want to. You can do so in the minimar once you know they're actually no good. Yeah, but don't do that when people are in line behind you. Correct. Don't bring in 15 don't. tickets. <laughs> go somewhere yeah. else, man. It needs to be like a designated place to go. I agree. I agree with that statement. Please don't be that person. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your bad impressions. They're next on the X Rocks. <laughs> 100.3, the X. Uh, Friday, big show at the Knitting Factory. All that remains coming to town. It's going to be a great show. We'll get you set up with those tickets here. If you can figure out bad impressions, uh, which is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. The more than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you're looking for these tickets to Friday night. All you have to do is conquer bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has prepared three clues about somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And you are concert bound on Friday evening. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, you're up first. Good luck. People forget I went blackface for the entire Tropic Thunder movie. Oh, that's going to be Robert Downey Jr. There you go. Very nice. One I is love on that movie. Good job. <laughs> Hang on one second. Clues two and three for fun? Uh, let's see. I love you 3000. And Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes have had the chance to play some pretty cool legends. And why is Robert Downey Jr. in the Today's news? the man's birthday. Happy birthday, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. How old is he? How old do you think that he is? He's got to be in his 50s. I'm going to say 54. Yeah, he's 57, so All you're right. pretty close. Happy birthday. To you, sir. Yeah. Uh, he has not had a great run post-Marvel, <laughs> but uh, he's got some things on well, his agenda. there hasn't been much. No, I mean, really, no. uh, just uh, Doolittle and uh, a couple things we're working on here. Uh, Oppenheimer uh, is going to be coming out, right. and then uh, he's uh, working on Sherlock Holmes 3 as well. Oh, is that happening? Everybody's on production. All right. Uh, I like that too. I enjoy. I went back and revisited the Sherlock Holmes movies recently. They're both still very good and hold yeah. up very well. Uh, those are Guy Ritchie joints, right? Uh, I think I know one of them is for sure. And he's back for three? No. I hope so. No? Guy Ritchie's no. out? No. I think Dexter he did both. Fletcher. I don't know who that is. Morning After with Nick and Big J, but I'm disgusted. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
Shine Down laid waste to Extra Mile Arena on Saturday, along with the Pretty Reckless and Diamante. Thank you to all the X fans who showed up to that show and made that place look sexy as hell. And thank you to Shine Down for making sure they stopped here in the Treasure Valley as part of that Planet Zero tour. More concerts to come. Of course, we got a big one on Friday. We have a concert announcement tomorrow. That's happening on this very show as they keep on coming. And we've got a big one planned for you tomorrow morning. Uh, plus, we had a chance, but didn't quite give away any money today with the Double Dare. That's the risk that we take. You put your fate in your own hands, and some of these questions are fairly difficult. And if you get to one that stumps you, you lose it all. And that's what happened this morning. But two more chances today, 12.30 and 5.30 with Jason Drew and Adam. And that category, once again, is what, Big J? Uh, letters. What? Letters? Well, one letter answers. One letter answers. There, there you go. go. Yeah, because well, all, all answers have letters, technically. But one letter answers, in this case, are the ones Ooh, that no. we're looking for. So it's going to happen at 12.30 and 5.30, and hopefully tomorrow morning at 7.30 we'll have a chance to give away some money, and this time it sticks. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Uh, yeah, I was going to say also say thanks to everybody uh, who you know, showed up to the uh, show on Saturday, uh, stopped by the X-10, said hi, and uh, X-Rock fam, you're, you're pretty damn amazing. It's always nice to see you guys out and about, and we continue to do that, and we have plenty of plans for that to continue throughout the rest of the uh, spring and summer months as well. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush, stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source, online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew swinging in here next. See you tomorrow. It's the X-Rock. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.